Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Betting. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. Well, now it is time for the Bob Melvin Show, brought to you by nestbetting.com. That's nestbetting.com. When you go to nestbetting.com and you use the coupon code OAKLAND, You'll get 10% off your entire order. The skipper of your Oakland Athletics joins us here from the field here on A's Cast Live. How are you, Bob? I'm doing good. We're doing this a little differently here this time. Yeah, you're live. Right, so we can't uh, we can't clean me up. Can't okay. screw it up. Right, all right. <laughs> How you feeling? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Needed the off day. We had a couple of rough ones there to end the Yankee series, but... I think if you look back, you know, we, we beat them in the first game and we were in position to beat them the next two. So, um, you know, it didn't work out the way we wanted to, but we feel like we can go toe-to-toe with anybody. Yeah, I mean, you, you realistically could have swept the Yankees six-zip. Uh, the bullpen has had the struggles. The blown, Your second uh, second in, uh, blown saves, 25 losses on the year from the bullpen. Just how tough is it as a manager getting those – you know, those final outs get to 27 outs. It is tough. And, you know, you look at last year, and it wasn't tough at all. I mean, we had 7-8-9 locked down. We didn't give up a lead, I think, until, you know, after the seventh inning until the last couple weeks of the season last year, and it's been a little bit different this year. So no one promises anything. It never goes exactly the way you want it, or nor it did the the way it did last year. But we continue to find some games, and we're continuing to try to find the right pieces down there at the right time. How tough is it to make that call when you're going to Liam Hendricks and you're saying, in Yankee Stadium, get me five outs? Really hard. I had not planned on that. We were hoping we got at least two outs before that. Um, and ideally, with 4 nothing, you'd like to be able to get to let him just pitch the ninth inning. Uh, it puts a lot of pressure on him. He's had to do it quite a bit here recently. And, you know, it's one thing to get out of an inning with pe- pressure pack situation in the eighth with guys on base and then have to go back out there for the ninth. So uh, we're not doing any favors when we have to do that. Are you a fan or not a fan of expanding the rosters in September? Not a fan of expanding the rosters in September. You play a certain way. The entire season, now all of a sudden you, you, you have to prepare for any number of guys. You don't know how they're going to use them. Uh, teams are in the race. Teams are not in the race. It's, it's 
becomes d different. I, I, I'm okay with expanding the rosters, but maybe just making it 28 a game or something like that so you know who you're dealing with. Uh, there's an awful lot of guys on the card that you don't really know a whole lot about and you don't know how they're going to deploy them. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways you could do it, and one of the ones that I think is is good, if and I know they're changing the rule next year, but if you allow just a couple extra guys, but you got to, like, declare them, like, five hours before, so you know exactly who who can play versus who cannot. Right, and, and the preparation is a lot different than it was in years past now. You know, you have a lot of information. There's a lot on my card that I've never had before, and, and a lot of preparation goes involved. Uh, goes into that, and it takes me upwards of an hour every day for a 25-man roster. And then with a with a 40-man roster, you're having to prepare a lot more. I'm actually having to make my card bigger, and you don't know how they're going to, like I said, deploy the guys. So it, it's a little bit different. You know, the way we do things, you would think that, uh, and I know our front office likes expanding because we pinch it a lot and we, we do some things a little bit differently. But I, for me personally, I just find it uh, quite a bit to have to all of a sudden – you know, prepare for a lot more guys. So when I think about you preparing, I guess the good thing about it is the fact that with StatCast and TrackMan, you actually can get some good information on these guys. Talk about how at least now you got more info so it's easier to prepare for guys you've never seen before. It is, and there's a lot of information we have. What you don't know is how they're going to respond to the big leagues. So you see a guy's number in AAA, and sometimes it doesn't transfer to the big league level, and some guys, their numbers – uh, you, you expect something differently, and a guy all of a sudden, you, you know, is a gamer and ends up responding well to the big league level. So you never know how from AAA to the big leagues how guys are going to do, and then that's just one of, one of the variables that you have to deal with. Yeah, down at AAA, we've seen, like, video game numbers. You know, Seth Brown came in. At least he's hit for you, but it, it's hard to know what's real, what's not, because cause of they're also using the live baseball. Correct, and home runs are the hardest thing. And in our place, too, in Las Vegas, it's tough to evaluate that because – seems like everybody has 20 home runs and you know I think the easiest thing to do evaluating with Las Vegas is the guys that are pitching well because they're pitching well in a tough environment but offensively it's difficult but Seth Brown has come up here and done a great job for us uh, he swings the bat really well he's a tough kid he's not afraid of anything so uh, we feel like we know quite a bit about him in 2018 there were 3,652 home runs hit at the AAA level they switched to the big league ball Bob now there's 5,749, <laughs> over 2,000 more right. home runs. Well, not only just the big league <laughs> ball, big league ball that's wound like 100 compression titleists now too. So, you know, last year maybe the, the, the numbers look a little bit differently. This year it's been off the charts, and those type of numbers would suggest that. Do you think they need to scale back the ball? Yeah, I don't think – I'm not 100% sure they know, know what they did with it in the first place this year. So – I, I don't know that anybody could envision this many home runs and guys that are 5'8 and hitting the ball the other way and hitting out of the ballpark without their legs underneath them. I don't think anybody could envision that. So I think each and every year you have to tinker with what you think is the right thing to do, and it wouldn't surprise me if these numbers went down next year. And then when you're having a really good year, you need to get some love, and we need to give Mike Fires love because what he has been for you is, is ace-like, wouldn't you say? No doubt. You know, after the, what was it, first four starts or so, he's been absolutely an ace. And you compare his numbers to every one of the number one guys that you consider in the American League or the National League, and he stacks up with every one of them. So he, he's made himself into that. His confidence has never been higher. I know he enjoys being here and playing for these guys, and sometimes certain teams inspire you a little bit more than maybe some other places you've been. Uh, this seems to be the right place for him. And, and, and it seems like – 
if there's going to be a wild card game and you can set it up the right way versus last year you maybe didn't feel you had that guy, I think you got that guy now. Without a doubt. I mean, as we sit here right now, that would be probably the easiest call. So, you know, there's a lot of baseball yet to be played, and, and you know, we have to – we have to continue to play well, but if, if we were sitting here today and, and playing in that game, uh, no doubt Mike Fires would start that game. A lot of analytics people were just enthralled with bullpenning because it's worked so well in the postseason. And people warned them that if you use too much bullpen during the regular season, you're going to burn up your bullpen. And, and basically that's happened. Like there's so many bullpens that are struggling. Do we need to start conditioning our starters again to be like when you played? You go seven, you go eight, if not nine. I think they are conditioned to do it. We're not allowing them to do it. And, and the numbers would suggest the third and fourth time around the lineup, uh, things look a little bit differently for these guys. But you also have to identify when a guy's pitching well. And, and the other team sometimes applauds when you take out a starter you know, in the, in the sixth inning uh, when he's pitching well and has 80 pitches under his belt. So I understand all these numbers, and, and they're there for a tool for you to use, but you have to, you have to take a little harder look, especially with the struggles that we've had in the bullpen about allowing your starters to go a little bit deeper. Um, it's just hard to do when you have a lot of people looking at these numbers and saying it doesn't work the third and fourth time around. Yeah, and, and I, I think about the, the bullpen total ERA could be higher than the – total starters ERA for the first time since the 60s, that, that's a pretty easy metric for me to say there's, there, there's a problem here. Right, and I think the, the adjustments typically come the next year, and I'm right there with you because, you know, there have been times I've taken out our starter and I haven't been comfortable doing it, and when you end up losing the lead, you're kicking yourself for doing it, but these numbers are there for a reason. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of teams are very disciplined with that based on the fact that uh, t- you know, for the most part, they, they prove out. Um, but then you take a look at them the next year, and if you need to make some adjustments, it's a prudent thing to do. We all do it. I wonder if you do it. Do you ever scoreboard watch? You know, I- I'm probably the, the, the least scoreboard watcher here. I-, I have enough to deal with during the course of a game. I don't need to grind on somebody else's game. <laughs> and it's the great thing about baseball and baseball fans is that beginning of September and now the finish line's near and you're looking at all these different games and it's exciting and so forth. It is not for me. Uh, it's not going to change if I'm watching a scoreboard what, what, what's going to happen in that game. So, you know, once you get to about two weeks left in the season, you can't help but know exactly where everybody is. You know what your magic number is, so forth and so on. But um, it, it, I try to stay away from it because it's just it's it's outside stuff that I don't need to worry about. It's I will tell you though it's difficult not to because there's some ballparks where you have the guys on base, the, the strikes, the balls, everything that's going on. Different game. It's like watching it on the radio on a scoreboard. So some places it's hard not to watch. How much fun is it for you at this time of the year where your team's in it? You know, this is a sprint to the finish line. I, what's it like for Bob Melvin? This is what you play for, and, and you know this, this is the exciting part of baseball. You, you grind it out for five months, and then you get to September, and you're in a spot where you have, a, have the potential to be in, in the playoffs, and I think there are a lot of teams out there who like to be in the position that we're in right now. So uh, this is when it gets really fun. The adrenaline kicks in. The, uh, it's not hard to get up for any game, you know, and sometimes over 162 it is. Uh, this is what you play for. So t- two tough losses in, in New York, but how much does that environment, playing in that ballpark, 
you know, it's Yankee Stadium. You, we talked about Yankee Stadium last week. Obviously, it's a special place. Even it's the new one is beautiful, and you got the big crowds and everything. How much does that condition your team for the postseason? It does, and I think last year when we went into the wild card game, it, it caught us a little bit by, by surprise how electric that place was. It was pretty much the same here this weekend, and we responded really well. You know, we got leads in all three of the games. We we beat them up a little bit in the first game, and then we're in a position to win the last couple of games because I don't, I don't think anything's going to surprise us this year. Uh, as far as environments go, and that's that's the toughest environment to play in is over there in New York. And a guy that right right now is just having an incredible year. And we we've talked about the Cal guys, we've talked about all these other guys, but Matt Olson we haven't talked about. What a year he is having offensively, and we know how special he is defensively for you. He is he's the guy. For you look at first baseman's not only in the American League but in both leagues, and. You know, he, he's the gold standard and won a gold glove last year, and he's, he's knocking on 30 home runs already after missing I don't know how many weeks to start the season. He's playing gold glove defense again. This guy, in my opinion, will win an MVP at some point in time in the course of his career and just seems to be getting better and better, so we're, we're lucky to have him. An MVP? I, I believe that. I really do. That doesn't shock me because I, I think about how valuable he is to your team. All you have to do is look at – the, the only thing you care about, wins and losses. And you look at your record with him and your record without him, it tells a story, doesn't it? It will. It, you, you mean you, you, you're exactly right. When, when he's in the lineup, uh, we win a lot of games, and we not, we struggled some. So, um, you know, you, you, it's difficult to find a guy that impacts the game on both sides of it. And especially here in our ballpark, you know, for the infielders, you miss here, it's two bases. You throw a ball away here, it's two bases. And then that's before you even take into the, the, the foul foul ground and how much ground he covers as far as pop-ups and so forth. Um, he's terrific on both ends of it. Not only that, he's clutch. He hits big homers, too. Yeah, he's special, and I hope he's one of the guys that's uh, inked up for a very long time. Well, we appreciate you coming out because we know it's the first day of a, of, a, of a series, so you got a lot going on, but thank you for coming out. Good luck, and we will talk to you next week. All right. That, that puts a little more adrenaline when you have to do it live. I mean, when we do it taped. I, I can mess up a little bit, and you guys can clean me up. Cody you does a good job with that, up. so oh, no, a little more pressure today. We're going to have Sheldon Noisy coming over. What, what, what should we know about him? Sheldon can hit, and you look at the numbers that he, he put up this year, uh, they're indicative of his talent level. So, you know, I think that it was a big hit for him the other night. You get to the big league level, and you, you take an 0 for, and you go for, for 0 for 6 or 7, it starts to weigh on you a little bit. But his first hit was a big one for us at the time. Um, he's here for a reason, and his numbers in AAA are kind of indicative of what we think we can do. Great stuff. The Bob Melvin Show brought to you by NestBetting.com. That's NestBetting.com. You go to their website, use the coupon code Oakland, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's NestBetting.com. Love where you sleep. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.